You are Locked On Utes, your daily podcast on the Utah Utes. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into a Monday edition of the Locked On Utes podcast here on the Locked On Podcast Network. It is game week as the University of Utah football team will face off against the USC Trojans. We'll give you the schedule and the rundown for media availability for the University of Utah football team this week. We'll also break down a very busy weekend in Utah athletics with a lot of teams in competition. And we'll close out the show with a little bit of an update on the Aaron Lowe investigation All that coming up on today's episode of the Locked on Utes podcast for Monday, October 4th, 2021. Hello, my Utah friends and family. Thank you for making Locked On Utes your first listen of your day and every single day. We are free and available on every podcast platform. So please give us a follow on your favorite app or uh, media distribution device if you haven't already. It is game week now for the University of Utah and their football team, and they have announced the schedule for media availability, starting with an 11 a.m. press conference with Kyle Whittingham. It should be a, I would imagine it'll be a very somber, very short press conference from Kyle. We haven't heard anything from him directly since the Aaron Lowe shooting, since his passing, I'm not sure what to expect, to be honest with you. It's a very difficult time. It's a situation that is very delicate because I think on one hand, this team is looking to move forward. They have been practicing. We saw Nick Ford and Solomon Enos did some community outreach again, making meals for Foster for the Foster program. That the, something that Nick has done before. You get to see Solo getting involved with that as well. So these guys are trying to move on. They're trying to build towards that, you know getting back to some some kind of normalcy. And on the other hand, we know that this has really affected the team, and we know that this has been extremely difficult on Kyle Whittingham. And so we'll finally get to hear from him, his words. I would assume that the questions will be very kind of generic. Uh, I, I, If I were there, it would be very hard for me to ask a football question. But I, I don't even know where you start other than, you know, what is your week going to look like? You know, I don't know how you really ask how has your week been because it's it's kind of like the old question. You know, it's funny. We had a Ute Zone uh, team dinner, I guess you could say, on, on Sunday night. And we were talking about how how do you talk to people that you know are struggling, right? Like, like, how do you ask questions? Like, are you okay? And then do you give honest, authentic answers? Like, no, I'm not okay. Or do you just kind of breeze over and say, Hey, thank you for reaching out, all that kind of stuff. And and it's a very similar situation where there's a lot to kind of have to work around. So I, I doubt that there will be a ton of questions for Kyle and, and it'll be, 
I think a very somber mood again up there, uh, but they are trying to find ways to move on. So his press conference will be at 11 a.m. They'll also have post-practice interviews uh, with the offensive players and Jim Harding. So I, I think getting the initial press conference out of the way will help a lot. I'm sure that Kyle will talk a lot about USC. I'm sure he'll discuss you know, the situations and, and the goings-on of the last week. It will be a really... Mm. I mean, to say it'll be a difficult press conference, I think, is is probably bearing the lead, to, to be honest. But uh, you, you have to think that there is some... It's As a media member, it's difficult, right? Because you know that they need to get back to, to some sort of normalcy. And so asking questions about USC, asking questions about football, that kind of stuff where it's you don't have to think and dwell about uh, the events of the last week might might be kind of nice for once. Um, so, you know, USC is a team that has had a very – roller coaster season up down up down up down in fact i believe it was john wilner posted a a results uh tweet about usc where they've won one then lost one then won one then lost one then won one and so now this will be you know if the pattern holds uh an opportunity for utah to go down there and get a win which would be the first time in However many years, you know, we talk about that Utah hasn't won the Coliseum in over a century, which is slightly misleading fact because the reality is that Utah hasn't really played every year down there for a full century. There was like, I think, a 50 or 60 year break where they never played. So uh, the football aspect of I think think will take center stage. Uh, you would imagine that Kyle Whittingham's remarks will will get a lot of the questions out of the way that the things that they will and won't be talking about throughout this week. Um, and then you know it'll be the first opportunity to talk to players uh, about actual football activities too. They're coming off a bye week, so health would would I uh, would. would be a discussion that I would assume takes place, especially with the safety position having multiple injuries, and uh, you know they're going to deep dive into what what it is that the offense needs to do and, and everything like that. I'm sure is is they have their talking points and whatnot, and um, likely why we're going to be hearing from the offense first and, and Jim Harding and, and the play of his offensive line. So uh, finally, we'll get some some insight um and and you know you'll probably get an idea of where everybody's heads are at and and a better feel and a pulse for what the mood is and how the players are responding we'll try and uh, get somebody who's actually going to be able to go to practice um on the show to talk about a lot of that stuff as we move forward throughout the week and as we break these games down so things slowly getting back to a state of uh, regularity, I think would be a bed, better word. I don't think normalcy is really going to be – nothing about the rest of the season is going to be normal. So uh, good to know that that will be going down. I suspect that the rest of the week will play out kind of the similar fashion in terms of uh, availability. 
My question for everybody here is, have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this. I know you will too. Prize Picks is a leader in college sports daily fantasy. Prize Picks offers more college football props than anyone in the world and offers all the star players of the Power Five as well as mid-major players you might not have ever even heard of. I mentioned Sincere McCormick as being one of my favorite players. Carson Strong at Nevada, somebody that most people likely haven't heard of as well. Prize Picks offers any prop you can think of from yardage to touchdowns to even interceptions thrown. All uh, all you have to do is, is use the promo code uh, locked on and you'll receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Just be sure to use that promo code locked on. You pick three to two to five players and an over under on their projections. You can win up to 10 times on any entry. It's just you versus the numbers. Prize picks allows mixed sports entries. So you can take the over on LeBron combined with the under on Mahomes in the same entry. Use the award winning app on both the app store and Google play entries can be made in 60 seconds or less. It is that easy. Prize picks is safe and offers fast withdrawals. Don't hesitate. Check out prizepicks.com. Use the promo code locked on or go to your app store and download the app today. Prize picks is daily fantasy made easy you know we love our food here on the locked on youths podcast we also love to cook and if you're serious about cooking you need to invest in your kitchen tools made ins cookware and kitchenware products are used by thousands of the world's best chefs i tried their kitchen knife i love it it's very easy to use uh, uh, you know sharp the the grip on the knife it fits very well into my hand, and I have a big hand, and, and sometimes that can be a problem. It's very comfortable. The knife came very sharp. It is very high quality. It's heavy. Uh, I love using it whenever I need to cut my vegetables or maybe trim some meat. It's super versatile. It's one of my favorite pieces in the kitchen because it's made everything from trimming meats to cutting vegetables. Uh, you know, Whatever I need to use a knife for, it's made it so much easier because it's super sharp. No, don't have to be sharpening it all the time uh cleans up very very nicely and it's super high quality so if quality and craftsmanship are important to you you should check out made in made in is cookware and kitchenware brands that works with renowned chefs and artisans to produce some of the world's best pots pans and wine glasses like i mentioned they also have knives there uh professional quality cookware for those who love to cook they source the finest materials and partner with renowned craftsmen to make premium kitchen tools Available directly to you without the markup, made-in products are made to last, offer a lifetime guarantee. Their cookware distributes heat evenly and can easily go from stovetop to the oven. Over 40,000 five-star reviews, and their products are used by some of the world's best chefs at Michelin-starred restaurants around the world. Made in. Better cookware for better meals. And right now, we're offering our listeners 15% off your first order at Made In with the promo code Locked On. This is the best discount available anywhere online for Made In products. Go to MadeInCookware.com slash Locked On and use promo code Locked On for 15% off your first order. That's MadeInCookware.com slash Locked On. Use the promo code Locked On. Again, Made In. Better cookware for better meals. Back at it here on the Locked On Utes podcast for a Monday, and we're breaking down the news of the weekend with uh, around Utah athletics, starting things off with women's tennis as they conclude their Utah invite with six wins. They had nine total matches, won six of their nine matches uh, on day three, um, a very strong, solid finish 
for the women's tennis team. There was also, it looked like, uh, five-star recruit Marcelo Lopez, number 37 in the class of 2022, and the number four-ranked player in Texas has also verbally committed to Utah women's tennis. So big recruiting news is this is a program that is absolutely rising over at the University of Utah. Uh, Coach Rick Mortena had the following to say about uh, the weekend, said, I'm happy with these first few weekends of competition for our team. To start the way Linda and Anastasia did at Cal and to now have a solid weekend on our home courts is a very positive way to start the fall. He mentioned Emily Dush, saying she Emily has put in a lot of work to get back to the level she is at now, and I'm very pleased with her weekend. Also mentioned uh, Samantha Horwood, saying that she had an impressive first tournament as a Ute. I'm excited to see how she continues to develop her game. Uh, mentioning Madison uh, Tatini, said Madison has come a long way in coming back, and this weekend was such a great step forward for her overall. I thought it was a great weekend for all of us as we continue to get back in the swing of things, and we will look forward to getting back on the courts and continuing our preparations. As mentioned, Emily Dush ended her weekend uh, undefeated throughout all three days of the competition. on Sunday, she won her singles match against New Mexico's Yulin uh, Chen, 6-1, 6-3, and her doubles match with uh, partner Madison Tatini, 8-4. Uh, so next step for the Utes, um, the tennis Utes, women's tennis Utes, Utah will be uh, sending Madeline Lamoureux to the ITA All-American in Charleston, South Carolina, to participate in the qualifying draw. Um so big news for Utah women's tennis, as mentioned. Um, also, Utah women's soccer was in action, sporting their uh, pink uh, u- version of their uniforms on Sunday against Washington as they fought to a 1-1 draw against the Washington Husky. Uh, Taliana Kafusi notched her fourth goal of the season as they uh, battled to a draw uh, against the Washington Huskies, scored in the 54th minute of the match, sent the game to overtime uh, before settling for the draw. That game was Sunday afternoon at Utah at Ute Field, I should say, not Utah Field. Um, 19 shots and 10 shots on goal for the Utes. Um, the Huskies, who are 2-5-3, and 0-1-2 oh, in the Pac-12, uh, a competitive effort from the Utah soccer team. And like I said, uh, Taliana Kafusi had six shots, two shots on goals, and one goal. Uh, Kylie Geis had one shot and shot on goal. She also had the assist. Um, Michaela Christensen had three shots, two of which were shots on goal. And Courtney Talbot also tallying three shots, two shots on goal. So a good offensive effort for the Utah women's soccer team, especially uh, scoring the equalizer there in the second half as they had allowed a first-half goal uh, against the Washington Huskies. Next up for the uh, Utah women's soccer team will be Thursday when they travel to Los Angeles to face UCLA. Uh, First kick is set for 8 p.m. Mountain Time will be aired on the Pac-12 networks, so be sure to tune into that one. This is a fun women's soccer team. This is, uh, you know, a very entertaining team. They're they're still kind of learning things under a new coach and, and fighting through it and whatnot, but it is definitely worth... If you're into soccer, if that's your thing, definitely worth tuning in for that. Also, very, very big weekend for the uh, Utah women's volleyball team as a uh, sweep of the weekend. 
starting out with a sweep of Oregon State uh, Friday night. Um, they beat the Beavers 25-18, 25-19, 25-13, three straight sets. Uh, they are cruising through the Pac-12 again on Friday. Things were uh, very impressive. Our show favorite, Danny Drews, had 13 kills, one ace, and two blocks. Uh, Madeline Robinson countered that with 12 kills, two aces, one blocks. Zoe Weatherington, seven kills, no aces, and two blocks. And Steph uh, Jankowitz had three kills, one ace, and four blocks for the Utah women's volleyball game team on the in that game on Friday night. Uh, and then following up on Sunday, the Utes picked up their fourth top 25 win by beating the number 11 Oregon Ducks. They remain undefeated at home with that win. Won that one 25-21. Uh, second set 16-25. Third set 25-15. And then finally took the fourth set 25-19. So taking that one away from the Ducks in a 3-1 to victory. Again, led by Danny Drews, who had 19 kills, 0 aces, 1 blocks. Madeline Robinson, again, 10 kills, 1 ace, 1 block. Zoe Weatherington, 9 kills, 0 aces, 1 block. And then Phoebe Grace uh, stepping up with 4 kills and 2 blocks for the Utes. Their next match will be against USC on October the 8th. That will be at 8 p.m. on the Pac-12 networks as well. Um, this is they're starting to find some consistency. Obviously, the undefeated at home is helping things out. We talked about the big win over Washington on the road. Uh, this is this is going to be a very very fun and competitive year for the Utah women's volleyball teams. So. Give them a watch there, obviously, Thursday night at 8 p.m. on the Pac-12 Networks. Excuse me, not Thursday night. Um, uh, Friday night. Yeah, Thursday night is soccer. So, perfect. you got your evening plans right then and there. Thursday night, you're going to watch soccer. Friday night, you're going to watch volleyball. Perfect. Um, also, men's golf heads to South Bend uh, for the Notre Dame Collegiate. That one's actually starting today at Warren Golf Club in South Bend, Indiana. Uh, you can track that over at golfstat.com or use the Golfstat app. Uh, after their second place finish at the Mark Simpson Invitational, they will look to build off that and, and head to South Bend to compete in the Notre Dame Collegiate. It's a two-day event. It'll be October 4th and 5th. It'll take place at the Warren Golf Club, as I mentioned. Uh, 14 teams, including Notre Dame, Washington, Washington State, Iowa, Iowa State, Michigan State, Rutgers, Oregon State, Mississippi State, Georgia Southern, Colorado, Boston College, and Kent State. Uh, Utah uh, golf team will travel Tristan Mander, Blake Tomlinson, Javier Barcos, Jester Von Reitz, and Martin Leone. Um, looking to build on some momentum as they did have a very strong finish uh, again, at the Mark Simpson Collegiate out in Denver. So this has been a really fun team for, for me to follow and get to know and watch a little bit. Uh, I'm excited to see how they do against a very strong set of competition out there in uh, South Bend for the men's golf team. That's it for your uh, your your whip around. I need to stop using whip around because that's somebody else has used that before, and, and that's not what it is. Our our peak around the Utah Athletic Department. Hope you guys appreciate these. We're gonna try and do them as much as possible. Uh, you know, just keep going after it, uh, especially with the amount of 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 things going on in terms of the athletic department. We trip, we want to give them as much shine as possible. If you have stories, if you have questions, if you have teams that are in competition, I know that the Utah hockey team 
club team has been competing. Uh, we're trying to get rugby. Um, be sure to hit me up on Twitter at Locked On Youths or at Brown Bear SLC, and we will talk about it as much as we can on air. But in the meantime, I'm going to give you guys the uh, the daily dose of Built Bar Love. Nine delicious flavors. Uh, you know that like when somebody really loves Built Bar, that they all have their favorite flavors. Uh, I'm curious what your favorite flavor is, so you can always add us at Locked On Youths and let us know. Um, coconut, coconut almond, cherry, raspberry, mint brownie, peanut butter brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel. The the basics um, that you get in your mixed variety box. That's what I recommend if you've never tried a Built Bar. The best part about those is that they all have 17 grams of protein or more, only 130 calories, only 4 grams of sugar, and 4 grams of net carbs. Uh, get the variety pack. Use the promo code Locked On or Locked15, excuse me, and you'll get 15% off your order at Built.com. Again, 15% off is the best promo code out there. You can go to BuiltBar.com. You can go to Built.com. Both of them will work. Locked 15 for 15% off that very first box of the variety pack. They offer all sorts of different delicious flavors all the time. There's the Built Boost. There's the Built Go. Lots of different options there at Built.com for other items as well. They're all well-made, very tasty. Uh, looks like right now they've got the Mint Puffs available, and I'm a fan of the Puffs. There's no doubt about that. Uh, so go ahead and head over on to BuiltBar.com. Use that promo code LOCK15 and get built. Wrapping things up here on a Monday uh, on the Locked on Newt's podcast, and wanted to just quickly discuss the announcement Sunday morning that there had been an arrest in connection with the shooting death of Aaron Lowe, University of Utah football player. Um, if you want to read more about it, I'm not going to get into the details of it because it's um, it's rough. Uh, just the whole situation is, is very sad, and the details are graphic and, frankly, just make me furious and sad and and so many other emotions but hopefully this will bring some closure uh or some some continuation on the road towards closure um for both Aaron Lowe's family for his his friends uh for Utah fans for the Utah football team as as there is at least a suspect in custody right now the the suspects who I'm not going to mention the name um there's plenty of information out there, both KSL.com, Salt Lake Tribune, uh, all the news media outlets have, have done a very good job of covering this. Um, the suspect was apprehended early Sunday morning and took in for questioning in, in Draper. Um, you know, It sounds like the Salt Lake City Police Department did a very good job of, of collecting enough evidence and everything like that to be very thorough in, in the arrest of this. So shout out to them. Hopefully this allows for the University of Utah football team to um, – Again, like I said, find some closure and move on. It was a uh, definitely a difficult week for everybody, very emotional, very draining. But also there were so many uh, touching tributes, uh, especially we need to shout out Holly Rowe and, and the one that she did on on game day. I believe I retweeted it if you, if you want to go to my Twitter account. Uh, there's always a little bit of... Ooh, 
hate recommending the the timeline over there because uh, your your guy is as calm and collected as I am here on the microphone. Twitter tends to be a little bit of my off the wallness, uh, getting into my thoughts and things like that. But uh, that that being what it is, um, it was a uh, you know a, a, a very emotional week for sure. A lot of touching tributes though. And it's a big relief to have this news uh, come out now that uh, you can start the process to getting justice for Aaron Lowe. That's it for today's episode of the Locked on Utes podcast. Thank you for joining me, Brian Brown, here. Uh, thank you for making us the first listen of your day. I want to remind you uh, that you can get all of your daily Pac-12 news in less than 30 minutes with Pac-12 expert Cindy Robinson. It's free and available on all platforms, so go ahead and follow the Locked On Pac-12 podcast. Uh, I do tend to show up there on Wednesdays uh, and and some other days of the week as well, depending on what happens. So go ahead and get that uh, as part of your first listen every single day. Uh, again, thank you everyone for, for following us on your favorite podcast platform. We are free and available everywhere. Um, we appreciate you. Uh, we love you. We think about you often. This has been the Locked on Youth Podcast for Monday, October 4th, 2021. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. <laughs>